Hello, and welcome to Dice Try, the RPG and storytelling podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Schaub. Am I okay here? Can you see me all right? I can yeah, see I mean, you. it looks like you're lounging and enjoying yourself on your couch. Couch. On your couch. Hello, and welcome to the new episode of Dice Try, the podcast. I am your host and GM, Daniel Schaub. I am here with all my players, Crystal Llewellyn, Earl Kim, Paul Dixon, and our audio engineer, GTM, which of course stands for Great Toes, man. <laughs> I do have them. You can Show find feet. him on Wikifeet. <laughs> Show feet. <laughs> that is my favorite. Show feet. Um, on the episode that we're recording that on the day that we're recording this episode, it is also GTM's birthday. And it was Paul Dixon's birthday on June the 26th. Happy birthday to both of you. And happy birthday to Daniel. Happy birthday to Dan too. What if we we never brought up Dan had a birthday at all throughout the entire recording? Like we went through the whole thing. I'd be sad. I'd be sad. Yeah. I mean, Although it was very strange. I mean, not strange in a bad way, but strange in just a huh way that it's 26, 28, 30. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my grandmother's birthday was on June 27th, and my sister's birthday is June 29th. Okay. Uh, so we have a 25. Who's, who's June 25th? I, I have a friend. Oh. Um, I think that was the day that South Korea was invaded by North Korea. Oh, <laughs> I'm just trying to remember why it's like June 26th. Why, why not June or June 25th? Why is June 25th such a day? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. One of my brother's birthdays is on the day after the anniversary of D Day, which is how I remember his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> not D Day. <laughs> On today's episode, we're going to be playing a new game that I created, which is called Whisker Squad. Whisker Squad. I've sent a link to the file to all of you, but if you didn't get it, I will read it to you here briefly. So, in Whisker Squad, players assume the roles of rodents trying to land their next big meal and avoid the claws of a ferocious feline. As a team, they will need to pool their talents to carry out some classic cartoon antics. I just realized I misspelled a word in there. There's a typo. He's got two T's in the word out. Here's how to play. Whenever a player needs to complete a task, they roll a 12-sided die, and the cat master, me, rolls a D8. If the player rolls equal to or higher than the cat master, they succeed. If they roll lower than the cat master, they fail. Rodents have six excused failures, also called whiskers, and each time they fail, they lose a whisker. Once they have lost all of their six whiskers, the rodents become incapacitated and at the mercy of the cat. On the other end of the spectrum, the cat has nine lives, and the rodents take those lives 
through overt action. Cats do not automatically lose lives for failing in action. Players must put cats in a place where failure equals danger. Once the ninth life is spent, the cat is no more, and cats lose one life at a time. So, for the players, each player becomes a different species of rodents with their own special abilities, which are going to be listed below. The first listed ability is static, and whenever a rodent performs a task related to it, they roll 2d12s and select the better result of the two. The second ability is an activated ability the player chooses to use and can only be activated once per game session. Now, would you guys like to roll to decide what species of rodent you are? Or would you... Chris is nodding yes. Or would you like to choose from the list that I have provided? It's because I can't choose what I want. So yes, I'd like to roll. <laughs> okay. So if each of you could roll a six-sided die for me. Yeah. I don't have the capability of doing that right now. Would somebody be able to roll for me? Yeah, I'll roll for you. GTM will be your can dice you, roller. Can you get your dice? Yeah, I'm going to get my dice. I got a five. So, oh, yay. I was think, I was going to chinchilla anyways, so. <laughs> So while Gabe is grabbing his dice, I will read what a chinchilla does. A chinchilla is able to camouflage into lush surroundings better than normal. That's their static ability. And then their activated ability is roll away. They gate one cat attack before the cat rolls their attack. And you can use that once per game session. Earl, what did you get? I rolled a two. A two? You are a rat. You are able to gnaw through tougher than normal ropes slash objects. That's your static ability. And then your activated ability is called foul blood. And when you are attacked, you can take one cat life. Basically, you know, you're diseased and the cat gets it. It also means that, like, we... What is a life? Is a, a whisker point? Yeah. So you have six. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, and then uh, Paul. Paul uh, rolled well, three. I, Paul rolled a three. Yeah. That that means that Paul is a gerbil. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Paul. He is as a gerbil. He is able to leap across slash up longer than normal gaps. That's the static ability, and then his activated ability is called Swan Dive, and he gets to negate one lost whisker from a high fall once per game session. Basically, if you fail a long jump and you're about to fall from really long height, instead of losing a whisker, you're just like, oh, I'll use Swan Dive and not lose that whisker. Sweet. Okay. So. Did anybody read the book I Am Leaper when they were a kid? No. Which is about a gerbil that learns to talk. No. That's no. why I gave that's why I gave the gerbil sleeping ability. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Okay. So cool. we had your races or species of rodents. And uh if you ever have any questions, just let me know. Otherwise, we're going to basically jump right into the game here. So we're going to fade away from all our separate homes. 
and the camera begins to dip down low close to the floor as we're moving through this house with shag carpeting and old linoleum tile. It looks like a house that's probably not from our era. The era is unknown. It seems to have a 50s or 60s vibe, but it also could be the present. We're looking out the back patio door and we see a long picnic table covered with all the fixings for 4th of July. We have a big cheese platter spread out. We have Doritos, potato chips. There's a big platter of hot dogs and hamburgers and chicken legs and all that about to go on the grill. And standing on the floor, staring out the patio window are three separate rodents. One a chinchilla, one a rat, and one a gerbil. If Krista, you would like to describe what your chinchilla looks like and their name. Um, oh, a name. Sammy. <laughs> no, I want to. I want a fan. I feel like a chinchilla needs a fancy name. Uh, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Kevin Bacon. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, her name is Claudette. Of course, and she, it is. and she is a light gray um, chinchilla with with her, you know, cute little ears. Mm-hmm. And she likes to like sort of smooth out her fur every now and then, and give a little a little sand bath shake. <laughs> okay, and uh, Earl. What is the name of your rodents and what do they look like? Uh, my rodent's name is Gary. <laughs> and Gary the rat looks like an average rat. He's just a rat. You probably couldn't pick him out from all the other rats, but he's still a rat. You wouldn't want to either. Gary the rat. <laughs> Gary. And then uh, finally, Paul, if you could describe what your gerbil looks like in their name. I think Marvin and <laughs> gerbil. I've been with my family for over six years, and I'm really excited whenever I get ready to jump. I do a wiggle with my butt, <laughs> and then I do a guy. And then, so, I'm doing brown with white spots all over me. And the ladies love it. <laughs> I'm sure they do. <laughs> and you're all standing there salivating, staring at the spread uh, across the ki- picnic table of all the food that you can have. And as you're staring at that table, we're going to flash back. <laughs> and you're back in your rodent hall, back with your old rat master, basically the boss of the den. He's an old rat called Splinter. <laughs> Does he have turtles with him? No, he has no idea what you mean by that. <laughs> My children. Hey, hey Pop. Yes, come closer. My eyes don't work as well as they used to. So close to your webcam that you poke yourself in the eye. So, we're coming upon a very special day for the humans, 4th of July. 
They put out all the fixings, all the food that could it could sustain a, a group like ours for years to come. And they waste it all in one day. Well, this year, we're going to get our taste, too. I'm going to send you out, and you're going to get some of those good fixings from the July 4th table. All that good cheese spread and the potato chips and the potato salad and the macaroni salad and the three bean salad. (laughs) All of the salads. (laughs) I don't know about you people, but I'm excited about the meat. (laughs) My stomach just grew another stomach getting ready for all that food. Uh, but when you go out there, you have to be careful. You see, I've never sent you out into the yard for a very specific reason. They have an outdoor cat. What? <gasps> I've always tried to protect you from the cats. That's why I never let you outside. But we can't subsist on crumbs for the rest of our days. No, we can't. Good thinking, Splints. All right. <laughs> when are we going? You're going right now. And we cut away from the flashback to the present with you guys standing <laughs> at the patio door that's closed currently, like kind of peeking up over the little crease into the backyard. There's currently a guy in a, a human man in a kiss the cook apron standing at the grill trying in vain to get it lit and he just keeps opening big cans of lighter fluid and dumping it into the grill squeezing out all the liquid at once (laughs) and you also see that uh, their dog who comes inside but mostly ignores you guys it's a small dog and it might actually be afraid of you but it's yanking on a garden hose and uh the garden hose occasionally he'll catch the little press portion in his mouth and he'll spray water everywhere and the human you can't understand what he's saying so it just sounds like just talking to the dog trying to get the dog to stop messing around with the garden hose and you hear the human woman walking around upstairs in high heels getting prepared for the July 4th event. But there is no cat in sight. Just delicious, delicious food. Does this household have any kids? Uh, It does not have any kids. Got it. Not that you've seen. (laughs) Are there any any, uh, uh, pathways to the outdoors currently that's visible so you could try to open the patio door there is a window up above the sink that is usually open a crack you could try to get up onto the counter across the sink and out the window to climb down the drain pipe or whatever Hmm. or uh, you could try and go into the laundry room and make it out through the dryer vent to the outside Uh, I see Hmm. um is there, can I tell if there are items inside uh, the, I'm assuming we're in the kitchen, we're in the kitchen looking at like, can I yeah, smell? You're, stand, you're standing in the dining room next to the kitchen. Yeah. Is there stuff on the table? Like, is there, are there more the- dishes to be, to be deployed to the outside yeah. world? 
Yeah, so there's like uh, silverware and uh, plates. There's uh, red Solo cups sitting on the uh, table. Um, it looks like uh, they put out a couple of drinks that do not need to be chilled on that table. The other drinks were put into a cooler that's sitting just beyond the patio door outside. So there's like beers and soda and whatnot inside of that cooler. Great, great, great. Um I would like to uh, make myself as invisible. Like, I just want to, like, go, like, behind or under or, like, something that's close to where the sliding door is. Um, Okay. And I'm just going to wait. Guys, uh, there's going to be a lot of activity in and out of this place. So I suggest we make ourselves scarce make ourselves invisible. And then as soon as someone opens this, this, uh, whatever this is, that's keeping us from the food, pointing to the sliding door, uh, we make a break for it. How's that sound? Sure. That sounds like a lovely plan to me. As long as I don't die. Sure. (laughs) I mean, Uh, that's my plan. Y'all can, you can try getting through the, Vents or other things, uh, but this is the most. This seems the most straightforward. The vent sounds very scary to me, and I don't really want to. I get think it's real. Hot. I've been in it before. It's not. It's not good times. I don't I do, do well in heat. I go through holes all the time. It's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys are gonna hide in the shag carpeting because you're hiding in shag carpeting. That means Claudette gets to roll two d12s and pick the higher of the two. Nice, Let's nice, see if nice. you get noticed by anyone while hiding in the shag carpeting. So you can all roll a D12 for Eleven. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. You got two. I got a six. <laughs> Wait, well, both, of your, both of your D12s? Uh, one was a three. Oh. And the other was well, I got an 11. <laughs> so I also rolled a two, which means that... You guys succeed. So the lady very preoccupied. She's got lots of things in her hands, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So you're hiding in the shag carpeting right by the door, waiting for the door to open. And as you're watching uh, out the door, kind of eyes flitting between the door and between the staircase that goes upstairs and the woman moving around up there, you look out the back door and you see a big orange tabby prowling along the top of the fence at the back of the yard. And this tabby just looks mean and angry. One of its eyes is kind of clouded over by either age or battle damage. Uh, Its whiskers aren't straight. It's like the whiskers have become bent and curled like broken nails over time. And they're almost nearly as thick, kind of creepily, moving across that back fence, just prowling and looking for something to either eat and or just be a menace about. And then finally, you see the woman come from upstairs and she walks into the kitchen. She opens the fridge. She pulls some stuff out, put it on a platter. She's grabbing a bunch of condiments and whatnot. And she slides open the patio door. Slide right out of there. So you slide out onto the patio. Can I, can, can my original path was as soon as we get out to tuck under the cooler in between the cooler and the, the 
the lip. I, you said the cooler was up against the the. the yeah, it's like up against the house. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So you're like squeezing in that little space there. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, if you guys could roll a d12 for me. Okay. Okay. Nine. Nine. Six. I rolled a three. This is going to be really easy for you guys today, apparently. (laughs) So you, the cooler moves ever so slightly, not rocking back and forth much to draw attention as you squeeze into the space behind the cooler, feeling the nice cool sides of the ice sweating through the outside of the cooler. Mm. And you can see the picnic table is about halfway down the backyard. There's uh, off to your right side, there is a rose garden, which provides a lot of cover that you could get through, but it might be dangerous because of the thorns. There is up above you a lattice that extends all the way out to the, like a pergola that extends all the way out to the picnic table, but that means climbing up there and then having to jump down to the picnic table. And on the left side, it is uh, completely open if you just wanted to make a break for it. Now, question. Mm -hmm. Are we tasked with having to bring the food back to Splinter in the rat layer? Yes. Is that the, so, that's the goal. So let's flash back again. Listen, my children. When you get to that table, you have to bring back enough to feed us for a good amount of time. So bring us back a bag of chips, sir. Potato crisps, sir. Uh, it's almost in my nap time, but just bring me back some food. <laughs> okay. Cool. That was very descriptive. Um, I think I'm going to take the rose bush path because my fur is thick and can protect me against thorns. So it, you will be able to blend in. I would say that you still might run the risk of getting caught on the thorns. Okay. But if the cat is looking for you, you will more easily blend into the yeah. Bushes. Yeah, I can like walk next to them and not necessarily like be in yeah. them, right? Yeah, I would say it would only become a danger if the cat actually spots you. Okay. And then you have to run for Do we- for safety. Do we know where the cat is right now? Can we? Is there- he's he's at the far end, still prowling still along the fence. Yeah, because he saw it back on the apple tree at the back far end. There is uh, some birds up in the highest branches of the apple tree, and the cat is definitely thinking about going up there to end their sweet tweeting lives. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, is there any question? Are there guests? Here? The guests have not arrived yet. Okay. Um, and then, other than that, when we look out into the lawn yard area, um, what's about? So, like I said, there's a pergola up above you that extends out. Uh, on the right side, there's the rose bushes. On the left side, it's open. If you go straight across the patio, you have no cover, and I would say with the woman walking around, you're 
running a higher risk of getting a high heel straight through you. Once you make it past the patio, they have set up um, uh, horseshoes and uh, cornhole. Uh, So the cornhole, like a little placard thing, might provide you with some cover to hide in. Okay. Are there any... um, is there shade? Is there like shade cloth? Is there like a little, are there tents? Are there, is there, um, not, is there anything once like that up? not once you get past the pergola, no. Okay. Cool. But lawn or is it grass? Uh, it is grass. Okay. But it has been meticulously cut. The human man, uh, rather than spending time with his wife, takes a lot of care of his garden and lawn. America. America. You gotta have that green front lawn or backyard. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that means better than your neighbors. And no, no government's gonna tell me that I can't have guests at my bar- barbecue this year. <laughs> Are they wearing masks? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah do we even want to eat this food? Yeah. <laughs> We're existing in a world where COVID is not a problem. Okay. So the human man and human woman are speaking to each other, but you don't speak human. So it's just all Charlie Brown noises to you. <laughs> do I try to speak human? Uh, roll it. D12. D12. Before he does that, can can we, I want to get away from him. Uh, I want to be as far away from him as possible. I'm going to make a bolt for the rose bushes. (laughs) You rolled a three. I rolled a two. So what do you say in human? (laughs) What does a tiny, tiny gerbil say in human? Over there! Hey guys, over here! So I try to throw it over. <laughs> <laughs> so the human man and woman, they look at each other and like wah, 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 and they both like walk and the human man is peeking over the fence, like looking around to see if the neighbors are talking to them. And the human woman opens the patio door and starts walking inside, thinking that maybe there's somebody at the front door who's arrived. <laughs> So you created a space where no humans are watching you right now. Where is the cat? That's still the cat is on the fence, staring at the bird. All right, I'm gonna make a break for the for uh, the bottom of the of the picnic table. Yeah, I think I do. I'm gonna go up. So uh, Marvin scurries up the pergola. Uh, Can you roll a d12 for me just to make sure you don't fall? Yeah, I've gotten eleven. Six. I rolled a one. Man, these humans are having some trouble. That cat is an idiot. You know what? You know what it is? The way he's sitting on the fence, his blind eye is faced towards the yard. <laughs> <laughs> the good eye is looking at the bird. Milky eye. Yes, milky eyes looking at the yard. <laughs> yeah, so, did we we made it to the to the picnic table? So, you guys are at the bottom of the picnic table, and Marvin is up above the picnic table oh. on the pergola, looking down at the food. Hey, Marvin, what up? How you doing up there? 
Get the damn phone! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so is there is there a path for me to like climb up a leg onto go, uh, like the seat and then onto the table? Yes. Could you roll a D twelve for me to climb up onto that table? Nine. Um question are there are there things can we, we can't see what's on the table um marvin from up above can see all the food laid out but from Great. below you can't you just see the sides of bowls i rolled another one for the record wow dan <laughs> okay so we're just gonna we're just gonna balls out just waddle waddle out onto the table <laughs> just like our I'm middle fingers up to the cat just like <laughs> so you make your way up onto the table amongst all the bowls and stuff like that the human man deciding that it's not the neighbor child crying out to him in some weird voice decides to turn back to the grill and he's pouring more more and more lighter fluid into those uh, charcoal chimneys you know <laughs> so once he lights this thing he might not have eyebrows <laughs> I'll distract him got it <laughs> Uh, so, uh, what food are you guys going for? Is there meat? Yes, there is a plate of hot dogs, chicken legs, hamburgers, and, uh, something that doesn't smell like meat, but it's in the shape of a hamburger. It smells <laughs> kind of earthy. Like it might be made out of spores or mushrooms or something. Okay. Um, so it's, so raw it's, meat. Raw. it's all so raw. It's all meat. raw meat. But I'm a, I'm, yeah. I mean, we're rats. That's yeah. delicious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, with based off of my size, I don't. We didn't really talk about how big of a rat we are. I I was, but how big of a chinchilla? How big of a gerb? Um. A gerbil's pretty small. Uh, compared to the hot dog on the table, am I larger than the hot dog? Yeah. You are larger than the hot dog, but you could probably only grip one in your teeth unless you wanted to find some way to transport multiple hot dogs at once. And one hot dog is not going to be enough, I'm assuming, for... Not just for the three to four of you, including Splinter, probably last one day. Okay. Well, then I'm going to start eating a hot dog just to start. Just my needs come first right now. So you, so you bite into that hot dog with your sharp little teeth and you're like, oh my goodness, this is delicious and kosher. Must be a Hebrew national. <laughs> I love them. Um, it's uh, one of the best things you've ever tasted in your life. Okay. Can I move, like, gnaw, eat about half half of one? And then with the other half, I'm just going to, can I start rolling it towards an edge of, sure. of a picnic table? Can you roll a D12 for me to see if anyone notices you? Seven. I've got to throw out all my dice. <laughs> no, you're not. You're fine with them. No, this is the best dice. This is going to be the shortest episode of Dice Try Ever. No conflict at all. <laughs> I, am, I am loving the shit out of this hot dog right now. 
<laughs> so you roll, you eat up half the hot dog and then you roll it off to the point that it falls down and Claudette's little chinchilla arms. <laughs> um, um, I'm, is there, is there any like cloth napkins that are up on the table? Uh, yes, there are. Shall I look okay. around? Okay. Yeah, throw me down a cloth napkin and we can pile them in and then we could take the each edge, like fold it up and then drag it. Okay, okay. All right, I like this idea, making a little transportation device. Um, all right, where are the cloth, cloth napkins? They are on the corner of the table, kind of set up on the station of, you know, you have you grab all your food, you grab all the napkins and whatnot. So it's on the, uh, you're, what you're saying is it's on the other side of, of where I am. All the yeah. So I'm gonna have to go across, straight across. Is there a? Uh, is there? Is this a? Is this a family that's cool? You know, that's classy enough to have a, a centerpiece on their buffet spread? Do they have a? Uh, uh, America is beautiful. America, the strong uh, centerpiece. They have fire, um, uh, flowers, maybe. Well, as you look around, you suddenly realize that there's a person sitting in the middle of the table. Wait, no, it's not a person. It's a person made out of paper, and it's an old white guy with a beard and a top hat. I, I think Splinter called him Uncle Sam, and it oh. might be a pinata. <laughs> oh, I did the most of Uncle Sam. No, okay. We're going to beat an old white man. <laughs> Very forward thinking of this couple, I guess. <laughs> so, no. yes, there is. America, let's beat it to death until it gives us candy. <laughs> so that's the, that's, that is the thing sitting at the center of the table. Is it standing or is it just the head? Is it like uh, a, it's a whole, like, it's a bust, so shoulders up. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> oh, my God. And from up above, all Marvin can see is like a top hat with little streamers waving off of it. <laughs> okay, well, I'm first going to make it to, to underneath the Abraham Lincoln bust or uh, Uncle Sam bust. <laughs> What's Marvin doing? Twelve. Watching the cat. <laughs> Making sure there's nothing wrong. Yeah, beer, look out. Can you uh, roll a D12 for him, GTM? <laughs> Nine. Okay. The cat is still preoccupied with the uh, bird. It's actually slowly creeping forward and putting its claws into the sides of the apple tree to get up into the ties branches. I'm starting to like roll the the hot dog the hot that direction dog to like a nice hiding spot so that I can put it into the cloth napkin one time it comes. Okay. Can I see a pathway to the napkins from here? Yeah, you'd basically have to weave in between bowls and plates to make your way there. Um, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna make my way there. Among the bowls and plates that I am passing, are there any um, ones with uh, chips? Namely, uh, chips that may be uh, spicy and uh, tortilla-like. <laughs> Are there any Doritos? Uh, what I'm trying to ask. <laughs> uh, roll a tree D12 to see if you can find them. Gary loves Doritos. Ten. 
they have multiple bowls of Doritos of different flavors that you can choose from. Salsa Verde, Nacho Cheese, Cool Ranch. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) These people are really white then. (laughs) Yes, very white. (laughs) In relation to where I am, like to where the the napkin is and where the, the, are they on the way or are they in a different direction? Uh, They're on the way. Okay, well, let's make it towards the napkins. I'm going to stop by the Doritos on the way. A six. A bit more risky this time. Hmm. Okay, so I rolled an eight. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) So you grab one of those big Doritos into your little ratty hands, and you start nibbling into it. And it's much spicier than expected. Little flecks of Doritos are getting caught in your throat. And... I don't know if a rat can cough. (laughs) But the cat's tail, which was slowly kind of waving back and forth, stops. And almost like in a horror movie, the cat's head slowly starts to turn in the direction of the picnic table. And it sees a little rat perched next to a a bowl of Doritos. (laughs) <laughs> are you trying to distract the cat with a bird noise or is that just your call that's the warning sign that I didn't tell anybody about <laughs> Gary it sounds like a bird of prey might be hovering overhead oh shit oh this is the worst. oh god oh, I just wanted some chips oh, I just wanted some chips um, uh, I'm what you gonna, gonna do, gang? <laughs> I'm going to start moving. Is there anything on the table that is close to an edge? There's a bowl of macaroni salad near the ed- edge of the table. Okay, uh, I'm from where I am because I'm assuming that the cat can't get to me as like instantly. I am going to throw my body full speed as hard as I can at this bowl of macaroni salad in an attempt to get it off the edge and then basically onto the floor. Cause that's, I'm assuming going to be one of our, one of our main goals to get this food on the ground. So why don't you roll a D12 for me and see if you can knock over that bowl. 11. Yeah, he won. <laughs> I rolled a one. Yes! <laughs> so it turns into slow motion as you slam into this bowl and it starts to teeter and centrifugal force keeps the macaroni bowl in the salad. And as it flips over and the, the bottom of the bowl in the salad. Sorry, Dan, that was so good. <laughs> Whoops. The macaroni salad in the bowl. As the macaroni salad stays in the bowl due to centrifugal force, the bottom of the bowl is facing the cat and in slow motion, the cat leaps through the air and you can see through the cloud of macaroni salad as this big cat face smashes into the bottom of the bowl, (laughs) spreading out (laughs) as all its fur and skin just gets kind of... And then the cat and the bowl of macaroni salad both fall on the ground. The cat actually falls on its back, and the bowl falls on its bottom. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> so it lands perfectly safe. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. So you have taken one of the cat's lives. Yes! <laughs> yes! 
Mark Men is seeing some crazy shit happen. Let me tell you. Yeah, I'm uh, it must have looked very strange as this ball fell off the table. The cat leapt through the air and think. Did, did, uh, did the human man hear this? <laughs> yeah, the human man looks up. Well, he points at the cat and he's like, wah, 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 and he picks up uh, like the tongs that he used to still flip over food and he's moving over to like shush the cat away from the table the table and to put the t- macaroni salad back on the table. Dang it. So he will be moving the salad back onto the table unless somebody does something in either to distract him or to move the bowl in the near future. I think I need to jump on top of him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Can you- Let's roll a d12. I think I need to jump on top of it. Roll a d12 for a bit. We're going to murder these humans. We're going to murder all these other people. We're going to take them down. You got an eight. An eight? So Marvin takes a few steps back and then he jumps and leaps off of it like uh, in an action movie diving uh, off a cliff. <laughs> and he lands on top of that man's head and kind of skitters across the bald spot and then grabs onto the few strands of hair on the side, dangling off the hair right by the guy's ear. And you just hear him go, rawr, 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 starts screaming and waving it and turning around as Marvin is swinging around on this guy's wispy hair. As all that's happening, I like yell to Gary, send down all the <laughs> all right now i'm running back over to the other side I'm, I'm gonna i'm basically just like moving to the to the napkins and pushing them off i'm gonna put like i'm basically just gonna start moving everything i can off the bed off the 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 table okay um gtm can you roll another d12 for me because something might happen here i love it 11. As the man is swiping at Marvin as he hangs off of his hair, he takes a step around and his foot comes down and you hear (laughs) 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 And the cat loses another life. (laughs) Dang. Dang, this cat's having a bad day. So, Claudette, all this uh, food and napkins start raining down upon you. Yeah, I'm going to start like running around and like I'm going to grab a napkin and try to shove as much food into it as I can. Ten. Ten. Well, I don't even need to roll. So, you start shoving all these foods into these napkins. Uh, Marvin. The man finally is able to grab a hold of you and he's holding he's holding you as you're hanging off of his hair and he's trying to pull you off of his head. What are you going to do? And the cat looks like he's about to leap at you. <laughs> oh shit. Um <laughs> I should try to say something to him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> it's a four. <laughs> oh god. So, so I rolled a seven. Oh so no. you lean into his ear and just go 
<laughs> thinking you're pleading for mercy of some kind. <laughs> And said it just freaks the man out more and he rips you off his head, taking a little bit of what left what's left of his hair with you. Damn <laughs> and he it. Tosses, tosses you towards the back of the yard. And as you're tumbling through the air, you see that one good eye kind of turn in your direction as if you, the cat is heat shooting and he's about to take you out of midair. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. What can I do? You are definitely going to need to roll a d12 to survive the fall unless you wanted to use that swan dive ability to avoid losing a life, basically. Which you have six of. That's one. Okay. And then you'll need to roll a d12 to avoid getting snatched by the cat out of midair. Dang. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, uh, GTM, if you could roll for that. Uh, this is for the cat getting him out of air. He used his special ability to avoid the fall. Okay. Five. <laughs> so, in slow motion, tumbling through the air, wisps of hair still held in Marvin's little paws. He's turning over in the air, and he sees the cat moving through the air towards him, and this razor-sharp claw just passes right near your nose, narrowly missing you <laughs> as the cat lands at the back of the back of the yard and you tumble through the grass safely, releasing the last of the human man's hair to be <laughs> thrown to the wind. Oh my so God, the cat so is definitely on to you guys. So you either need to continue to make a break for it or try to defeat the cat. The human won't be as much of an issue the cat is the bigger issue. Um, um, I think I'm gonna with I have if I have like one sack of food all like gathered up, I'm gonna like wrap it up and then grab it in my mouth and just start bolting for it, the inside. Are there any knives on the table? <laughs> <laughs> there are some. There is some plastic silverware flatware. <laughs> There's no carving? There's nothing for a carving? Um, There is uh, one of those pie servers, so it's not quite a... uh, There's like a pie sitting, you know, apple pie, Mm -hmm. 4th of July. There's one of those pie servers, so it has a serrated edge, but it's not quite a knife. Mm -hmm. That'll do. Um, uh, In what proximity uh, to the table has the cat now landed upon upon trying to go for Marvin? So the cat overshot Marvin and landed right by the fence. So he's about eight feet away from you, which okay. is a pretty good distance for a rat. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty far. Um, I'm going to pull the pie server out of the pie, wherever or wherever it is. I'm going to move it. I'm going to push it. I'm going to knock it onto the floor. Okay. Um, and then I'm, I'm assuming that everything food wise that could be on the ground, I've, yeah, the stuff you have the strength with which to push over has been pushed on the ground. Great, great, great. great. So I'm just going to grab the pipe filler and and then chase, chase after it as it goes down. Yep. And the little chinchilla is scurrying back towards the closed patio door. 
Chris rolled a 12. So. Yeah. All right. <laughs> no one's telling her no. There's a long way to get back to the door, which is closed, by the way. So you'll either have to find a way to open it or find another way to get back into the house. Uh, as I was saying before, things are now flipped. So the Rose Garden is on your well, left and open space, which is good for running, but also doesn't give you any cover on the left. And there's little things straight down the middle, such as the picnic table and like the, the cornhole and horseshoes and whatnot. Is there a doggy door anywhere? Uh, at the front of the house, there's a doggy door. Uh, front of the house? Who puts the doggy door in the front of the house? These people. These people. Uncle Sam Piata, loving Dorito eating, front doggy door having fuckers. Trump supporters, man. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, who has multiple types of burrito, uh, Doritos beyond Cool Ranch and Nacho Cheese? <laughs> A sociopath, that's who. <laughs> okay. So, Marvin, it's kind of on you right now that you're in the most danger. You could probably find a way to take the cat's life amongst the various things in the yard. You're pretty close to the grill, which is full of lighter fluid right now. There's the hose that the dog has been messing with, which is kind of pulled across the lawn. There's the stuff with the horseshoes and bean bags. There's the stuff on the table. Where's the lighter fluid located? <laughs> So uh, when he went to uh, chew the cat away with his tongs, he dropped the lighter fluid on the ground, and it's actually kind of sitting on its side right now. Perfect. I'm going to leap onto top of that and make sure it's pointed towards the cat. (laughs) Perfect. So because you are leaping, you get to roll two D12s and pick the higher of the two. All right. Oh boy, I'm sorry. Uh, it's one or a three, so you got a three. Oh god! Well, I rolled a three, so oh. that means you succeeded. <laughs> and as the cat kind of scurries around to come towards you, its one good eye lines directly up with the nozzle of the lighter fluid, and you just. <laughs> And a stream squirts out and sprays the cat in the eye. And you take another one of its lives. It has lost three now. And you have a moment to kind of scurry away. We're a third through. (laughs) So the cat is trying to swipe the lighter fluid out of its eye as you guys are scurrying all back towards the house. Yeah. I'm going to group back up with the chinchilla. And where's the rat? I'm still under the picnic table, but I have a pie server in my mouth now. Okay. Okay. I'm going to scurry past you to her, and I'm freaking out because I almost died. Uh, I would imagine the cat's going to come towards us, but uh, I would imagine you're ready. You're ready for him. With that pie knife. Yes, but I'm only ready for the... I'm, I think I could probably only do it once. Yeah. As far as get him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm, the cat's eye kind of clears for a second and it focuses in on the rat, which is now the closest rodent to it. 
and you begin it begins barreling towards you across the uh across the lawn what are you gonna do um gary the rat uh, I'm going, so I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I, I, I hear, feel, it, uh, this cat bastard, uh, coming, coming toward me. So, uh, I'm actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to set, uh, I'm going to set the, uh, the pie, the pie server down, uh, next to me, uh, mm-hmm. but in front of me, sort of like, I'm going to put it out of my mouth and then it's directly in front of me. Uh, where the pies, the the serving bit, the the wedge is directly facing me. Um, so like I'm looking at the thing, and then mm. and the and the wedge is right here, and uh, I'm basically going to wait until the final moment that the cat leaps toward me. When I do, when I'm going to leap onto the handle of the pie server, which the weight of my body should flick the pie server up and forward so that it creates a dangerous, deadly wedge for the cat to impale itself on. That <laughs> <laughs> got weirdly specific and dark. <laughs> Thank you. Could you roll a D12 for me? Yes, that's that's going to be Earl's like autobiography. Weirdly specific and dark. <laughs> I rolled an eight. I rolled a two. <laughs> this cat's so dumb. Yes, poor cat. I might have to change some rules for the future. It, or maybe I'm just rolling terribly. Might um, I, mean, I think you, you have, I feel like the majority of your rolls have been under six. So yeah. it's partly luck. So as the cat leaps up to dive in between the tabletop and this uh, uh, seat portion, so going right between that gap, you jump on the handle and it flips up and like in a brave heart where you, they use the sticks <laughs> against the horses. Or oh, the pikemen. <laughs> and you just... <laughs> oh, this cat. Oh. Yeah, does um do all these cat noises attract the humans that are inside to come outside? Um so the man actually like scurries around the backyard trying to find you guys to see where the gerbil that was in his hair ended up, but he can't find him. The woman is inside. She went to the front door and she is greeting some guests, but it doesn't look like she's going to be coming through right at the moment. Okay. Um, in the meantime, uh, I am curious now that the cat has been uh, incapacitated, at least for a, a wee moment, um, are there decorations around, um, namely uh, lights? Oh no! Uh, like, t- are there like tiki torches? Are there streamers? Are there uh, so strung along the fence? There are some streamers, and uh, when you were up on the table, you did see that there was a citronella candle to keep the mosquitoes away. Okay, are there? There's not like old Christmas lights that have been up and forgotten about. There's no, I'm thinking about something with an electrical current. Uh, <laughs> why don't you roll a D12 for me and see how your luck pans out? All righty. Seven. I rolled a three. 
so we <laughs> do dice. Now I just feel bad. <laughs> yes, there are Christmas lights up. Yes. <laughs> okay. But you would have to get up onto the pergola in order to get to those Christmas lights that have been up since presumably last. Not. Oh, I I'm not worried about where they're up. Where are they plugged in? <laughs> there is an outdoor plug down. It would be down by the patio it would, door. It would be down, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just just a thought. Um. Uh. How far is that light uh, plug outlet uh, where I am? Uh, it's probably another eight feet, give or take. Oh. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go that way. Okay. <laughs> so you guys saw a flurry of pie servers and fur, and then Gary starts running across the lawn towards you as the cat rolls over and a pie server falls out of its gullet. <laughs> and it whips its head around to stare at you guys. What are you, Claudette and Marvin gonna do? Um, I'm assuming that I'm already like we're that we're behind like the cooler area. Yeah, you're by the cooler. Um what kind of handle does the door have? Is there is it just like a sliding door that's unlocked? Is there like a, a handle that you need to pull and like on a hinge that you pull out? It's a sliding door. It is high up above you. I mean, you could try and get on top of the styrofoam cooler and then jump to the handle, but it wouldn't necessarily move based on your weight. You did say there was a window that was open, right? Yeah, the kitchen window, which you would have to scurry up the drain pipe to get to. With a bag of food in your mouth. Would that be a, is if we were going to go up that way, does the bag need two is it a uh, one person assistance? Would it be, would all three of us have to, use it? Would, how, if we were trying to move it, what do you think? I think one of you could move it, but it would be slower and you'd run a higher chance of being attacked by a cat in doing so. But like two of us could move it together at an okay yeah. or okay. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think you're going to run a risk of being attacked by the cat screwing up the drain pipe any which way. Yeah. But if, you know, let's say just one of you did it, then you'd be probably under a few more attacks. And the more people you had, the fewer attacks that you get. (laughs) Um, My next question is, is there like, like a lip to the door, like where in between where like the door is and where the the panel for the door is where I could maybe like scurry up it and like wedge myself in between the handle of the door. I don't and think you're gonna I mean I don't I feel like we're not gonna be strong enough to open a sliding door at all. But if it's un, if it's unlocked but physics you know? wise I just but maybe that's just me. I mean this is basically a human a cartoon so yeah uh, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna scream for the the woman in front to come open the door. <laughs> okay, we'll try that first. All right. Okay. Is Roll a D twelve for me. <laughs> <laughs> Ten. 
Mar- so Mar- what do you say? Rat. Oh, honey. Oh, dear. <laughs> and you hear the woman go, wah, wah, wah. And she like motions to the people at the door and she walks back and the woman stands in the doorway talking to the man. And the man is like, and he's, you can tell he's basically telling the story of how a gerbil leapt into his hair. I'm just going to scurry through their legs with the bag. (laughs) Can you roll a D12 for me? 11. So the woman screams. And you see a big high heel coming down towards you to spear you, but it lands in the shag carpeting and then the woman's ankle twists. And as you're scurrying along, you feel the floor rumble as this woman hits the ground behind you in the doorway. Oh my God. Sorry. (laughs) I just, I just keep running to to wherever the little like hole is. So you guys are on the outside and there's a woman lying in the patio door <laughs> holding her ankle, which has been twisted <laughs> from trying to spear a chinchilla. Yeah, so they could try and go in the dryer vent or through the kitchen window. But the woman is in such pain that she probably will not be moving. So you'd either have to crawl across her body or find a different way in. Yeah, I... Um, where is the electrical plug in proximity to the dryer chute? Um, let's say they're pretty close to each other, like a foot apart. Okay. On the wall. Um, I'm actually going to... Where is... What's the husband doing right now, now that his wife has gone down? <laughs> <laughs> the husband is moving towards her to check okay. on her. And presumably get something out of the cooler to put on her ankle to Great. Uh Where is the cat? The cat is uh, recovering from the wound it's taken, but now it is homing in on you, the two of you, and trying to decide which to go after. I'm going to stay by the Christmas lights that I, and, and by the outlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just going to bide my time, like just sort of wait and watch uh, and see what the cat does. Okay. What are you doing, Marvin? Uh, I'm sticking with the chinchilla to get everything in. I'm trying to help her. She already passed the door. She's already inside. I'm already passed. She's already, yeah. Yeah, so you're going to have to crawl across the woman to get inside. <laughs> Freak her out even more. Yeah. So uh, her face. That's a great idea. Okay. Roll a d12. Three. Oh. Oh. I rolled a two. No, shut up. Two. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So you run up her ankle and across her polka dot dress as she smacks herself trying to get the dribble. And then she smacks herself in the face so hard that you see a little bit of blood shoot out of her nose. Oh my god. And then you run through her tightly braided hair and out onto the shag carpeting. And as you look up, you see that the guests are still standing in the doorway, like half taking off their coats and hats, like, whoa. (laughs) We are on to Gary. 
the cat sees you and it is going to leap at you. All right. So I am going to, at this moment, very carefully and uh, possibly expertfully uh, sever the connection. the electrical yeah, I'm assuming that, that the that the um that they're plugged in mm-hmm. that that they're that they're already plugged in. Um, yeah. So I'm basically right at the like at the base. I'm going to since you're gnawing through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get to roll two d12s and choose the higher of the two. And I'm assuming that as you sever it, the cat will leap and short itself out on the exposed wires. That is the goal. <laughs> I would like for it to make contact with the wires as I scurry up the light to the dryer. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. I was just gonna go on the lights. I'm I'm planning on killing this cat. Sorry, everyone. You can go <laughs> to this cat's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I got a 2 and a 12, so I'm going to go with the 12. <laughs> I got a 5. <laughs> so you nibble through it, creating a little short of exposed wires, and as the cat comes towards you, leaping through the air, you scurry up like a Sylvester Stallone and cliffhanger. Hey. <laughs> And you look down in just a second to see and a skeleton illuminated as this cat is electrocuted on the exposed wire. Oh my god. (laughs) All right. So we are at five lives and the cat decides screw this. I don't care if I'm an outside cat. And the cat leaps across the woman through the legs of the man into the house. You're going for y'all. Be careful. And Claudette, you come up to the mouse hole and you realize that the big sack of food in the cloth uh, napkin that you have is not going to fit through the mouse hole. Um, I'm, I'm going to go in first and try to pull it through so that it makes sort of a plug inside. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yes. So why don't you roll a D12 for me? Oh, one. Oh, no. I got an eight. <laughs> oh, no. no. Finally, I have success. Don't worry, though. You're not in danger. The cat lands and he smacks the uh, sack of food and it flies across the house and lands in the kitchen far away from the rat hole that you were going towards. And now you are face to face with a cat, but you are on the inside of the mouse hole. So all it can do is like reach in and swat at you. Um, do we have anything in our mouse hole for protection? Ooh, is there a mouse trap that maybe the humans have set up? Why don't you roll a d12 hole? for me and tell what, what your luck is like? Eight. There is. Right before the cat, like, gets too far, like, so when, at, like I see his eye come in, and before his little hand comes in, I'm just going to slide that mouse trap. Just to the edge of where the cat can, like, see and reach in. Yeah, so you see a big yellow feline eye stare into the hole. 
It moves away to reach in. You slide the mousetrap forward. Can you roll a D12 for me? Ah, one again. Oh, that dice needs to go away. (laughs) I got a four. Damn. Here's what happens. So the cat hits the mousetrap, but instead the mousetrap flips on its edge and it comes back and it snaps on your tail and you lose one of your whiskers. Oh no! Is Splinter in there to help me out with the mousetrap? Splinter's like, where'd all the food go? The cat's got, the cat swatted it away. The cat's inside the house? <gasps> Is there anything we can tie to the cat's tail while he's distracted? You're going to do what to the cat's tail? Is there anything I can tie to it? Um, There is, let's see. What would be in the hallway of a house? Um, there's a lamp cord that's plugged into the wall on like an end table. They were vacuuming earlier, so they have the vacuum cleaner sitting in the hallway right now. Okay, so I'm going to wrap the vacuum to it, uh, plugged in, of course. I'm going to wrap it around the tail, and I'm going to press go on the vacuum. <laughs> okay. Can you roll a D12 for me? Seven. One, baby. So, with lightning speed, Marvin yanks the cord off of the back of the vacuum cleaner and lassos it around the cat's tail like a cowboy and then shoves the cord into the electrical outlet. And the cat just look, like looks up for a moment as it reals, realizes something's wrapped around its tail. <laughs> and the, the vacuum cleaner catches on the rug running down the center hallway and it starts moving forward. It drags the cat along with it and the cat is scratching at the wood floor, dragging big pieces out of the floor. And the vacuum cleaner runs into one of the end tables. A vase does a perfect little <laughs> to the edge of the table. And smashes on the cat's head. <laughs> so that's six oh, lives. Man. Two, three, four, five. That's six. That's six. Because the the mouse trap didn't work. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna run out and grab the food, which I'm assuming has scattered outside of the bag. Yes. Yeah, so some of it has scattered across the uh, floor of the kitchen. Okay. I'm just gonna I'm gonna dart out and try to grab one item to bring it back into. Okay. So since the cat was uh, moved in your direction, it yanks its tail out of the cord of the vacuum cleaner, sending up a big puff of uh, hair as basically its tail is stripped of most of its hair and it stares down at you. You're standing in the kitchen. What are you going to use to defend yourself against this cat? Um, what's around me? Oh, is there a dog water bowl? Yes, there is. I don't know. I just want to like fling it at it because cats don't like water. Mm. (laughs) But maybe as it's like running towards me, I just sort of slide it in its way and like bump it so that it tries to hit it at the perfect time. Okay. Five. I rolled a six. Damn. Here's what happens. 
So you run over the dog's water bowl and you kind of position yourself on the opposite side from the cat and you're going to flip it up into the cat's face as it comes towards you and you do it too early and you catch yourself in your little chinchilla chin and you lose another whisker. Oh no, I'm down to four whiskers. Dang, dang, dang. And uh, you're in a pretty dangerous spot. Uh, I will say that, uh, Gary, you could have made your way back into the house at this point. Or okay. if so, you wanted to like swing on a Christmas light through the open kitchen window. Thank you. You have uh, you have uh, properly identified the exact thing that I wanted to do. Oh, perfect. <laughs> um, uh, on the swing through, um, is the, the window that I'm coming in on, is that that you said it's about the sink? Yeah, it's over the sink. Uh, there's like a little potted plant, a cactus sitting in the window. And uh, in the sink, there are some dishes that have been being cleaned. Uh, is there a cast iron, perhaps? Uh, something large and heavy. On the edge of the counter, there is a Dutch oven that you could kick off and roll like the boulder at the beginning of Indiana Jones. And... Fantastic. I'm going to uh, throw all of my body weight at it then. <laughs> okay. So, like George of the Jungle, you're about to swing through the window. I rolled a 10. I rolled a 7. Like George of the Jungle, you come swinging in through the window. Your little rat toes catch the handle of the Dutch, the Dutch oven, cast iron Dutch oven, flips it off the counter. And the cat looks up in time as it's about to take a swat at Claudette. I must have the human. What are the humans doing now? Are we? <laughs> so so uh, just a few mere seconds have passed. The woman is still in the patio doorway screaming in pain at her twisted ankle. And her husband is trying to care for her. the people in the doorway still halfway taken off their hats and coats. Very old fashioned, like trench coats and trilbies. For some reason. <laughs> They're having a flapper night where they do a murder mystery as well. <laughs> Please come in costume. Started yet? The cat looks pretty miserable. <laughs> well, you know, I've been, I'm basically for the show. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I'm basing it off with Mouse Hunt where people's yeah. clothing style and stuff like that is yeah. out of date. So. Yeah. Mouse Hunt. Yeah. I, I love the fact that these people just walked in and then all of a sudden like, <laughs> the host has fallen over. The the vacuum cleaner is magically turned on and a Dutch oven has fallen off and rolled into the cat. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, utter madness is happening. Uh, so Claudette, you can gather up some of the food now that the cat has been dazed for a second and make your way back towards the hole. Okay. Twelve. Oh. The cat is just lying on its back, dazed for a second. Slowly starting to get back to its feet. Marvin and Gary. What? The moment comes to decide if you want to end this cat, because it has two lives left, meaning that each of you in this moment could take some action to end its life. <laughs> We're on the counter, right? Or at least I want to be on the counter uh, above him, above the cat. Uh, sure. Roll 2d12s to leap up to the counter. Hey! I'm already on the counter, right? Is that... Yeah, that's where you landed. Okay, great. 
four and three. So four. So four. I rolled a five. So yeah. Marvin leaps up, but he's holding on to the edge of the counter. He's not fully up there. He's dangling on. <laughs> Can dangling I help? Him? Him. Oh. Far away from me. Uh, roll a d12 to help him. That's a two. I rolled a seven. So I did not again, Marvin, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, so again, like in Cliffhanger. You grab onto your little rodent hands and they slip through each other. And in slow motion, Marvin falls away from you. Marvin, no! And he's got to lose a whisker for hitting the linoleum. Ow. A little squeak. <laughs> Marvin, you are lying on your back in the linoleum as the cat kind of comes back to consciousness. It is going to attack you because you've both kind of taken an action, like you leaping up to the counter and me trying, him trying to help you. So uh, roll a d12 for him, GTM, to see if he avoids the cat attack. 11. He is totally fine. The cat overshoots and you are looking up and the cat slides over top of you. It's not used to moving across the linoleum, so it just slides across the waxed floor. <laughs> it's just, so it's just gonna... a willy moment, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is there a uh, uh, chair or stool or something that I could possibly uh, leap towards and knock over and smash cat? Yes, there are stools lined up against the counter. Awesome. Um, Stool that is closest to the cat is kind of out of the way. Uh, The one that's farthest away is actually the easiest one to get to, and you can create a domino effect. Brilliant. We're going to do that. We're going to run to the closest closest stool, and I'm going to do another little body, little rat body slam. All right. Tipping. I rolled a seven. I rolled an eight. Oh, God. God. So what happens is the stool, instead of falling to the side, which is what you wanted, domino style, it just falls forward. And it hits the woman who's lying in the patio door square in the face as you are holding onto the side of the stool. So it hits her in the face and she's looking eye to eye with a rat. I, I, can I just uh, squeak out a, a sorry? <laughs> Marvin, what are you going to do? Oh, boy. Um, what's around me? Is there anything I can uh, kill the cat with? Anything potentially? Say so you're in a kitchen. So uh, there's the the fridge is there, so you could run around the corner. Can I open right. the door into the cat? Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so you're scurrying towards the door. Why don't you roll a D12 for me or GTM roll D12 for you? <laughs> so as the cat turns around and leaps towards you. You open the door and a perfect impression of a cat face appears on the <laughs> inside of the door as it clatters into the doorway. <laughs> perfect. This cat has one life left. 
Claudette, what would you like to do? There isn't anything else in our mouse hole that we use to protect ourselves. I mean, you guys have probably scurried away a bunch of stuff. I would say that as long as it's small enough to fit through a mouse hole, I can imagine that you might have it, such as like needle and thread. Is there like a rope? There's like a roll of twine. Okay, well, I'm going to take the roll of twine with me. Uh, How distracted is the cat right now? (laughs) The cat? Is just backing out of the fridge door, which you can see has an impression of its face, including the whiskers. Um, so what I'm gonna do, like, make a as, as I'm like sort of rolling over with my little rope, I'm gonna make like a little noose and slide it around its tail, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna run around its legs. Okay, like an at at. Yes. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna take it down like a snow speeder. Yes. <laughs> Nine. I got a five. <laughs> so you lasso the noose around the cat's tail, scurry around its legs, and it pulls all together, and the cat falls over, and you're victoriously kind of like cheering at it, and then you see the thread moving a little bit as something's wind is moving it and you realize it's the fan at the back of the fridge which slowly starts to pull the thread off of the spool and then the thread catches on the fan at the back of the (laughs) I immediately leap off the body (laughs) and you just hear you see a flash of fur and then a And every all the humans are just like still standing there in shock. The human man is holding ice to his wife's leg. The woman is holding her nose. The people in the doorway. I just imagine like tufts of like orange fur just like rolling. In the brain. Yeah, like tumbleweeds across the plain. These orange. Yeah. Tufts of fur <laughs> roll across the kitchen floor as you guys all make your way back to your hole in victory. And we have a victory dinner. I would like to look at the humans one last time as they watch us and salute them. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Independence Day. <laughs> Amazing. Well, and that's our game, folks. Yay! That was quite a oh bit God, of fun. So much fun. That was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Dice Try. I'm your host, Daniel Schaub, and this episode's cast has included Paul Dixon, Earl Kim, and Crystal Llewellyn. This production has been edited by Gabriel Toya Melendez with special music provided by Glenn Davis. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dice Try Podcast. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe and review. 